Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Happy first of the month, and on the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered for book of the month, a book has to meet a very simple criteria. It's got to be impactful enough that it can either change your life or your perspective on the world. Now, whether it does or not, of course, is entirely up to you. If you consume the content as entertainment, well, you might be entertained, but you're missing the point. If you internalize it, make it part of you, you've got a real shot of transformation. And our book this month is definitely worthy of the book of the month criteria. It's written by a gentleman who I had the honor of meeting about a month ago, thanks to my good friend, Kyle Wilson. The book is called Why the Best are the Best by Kevin Eastman. Kevin has dedicated most of his working life to the sport of basketball. The pinnacle of his career was at the top of the coaching organization for two teams in the National Basketball Association. He was the assistant coach for the Boston Celtics when they won the NBA championship in 2008, and he was assistant coach and vice president of operations with the Los Angeles Clippers. When I spent time with Kevin Eastman, I was struck by his ability to distill big ideas into very simple and clear beacons of light that can serve as a north star for those times in life when one's pulled off course. How often lengthy explanations and excuses can be cut off with a few choice words that bring the ego back to work. Kevin's a lifelong student. Now this is a phrase I hear often, and I suppose there are those out there who truly believe that they're being a student, but Kevin is a student every spare second of every day. He speaks of a work ethic that is the work ethic of champions. But it's one thing to say the words, it's quite another to truly embody those words. In Kevin's world, success lies in simplicity. Confusion lies in sophistication. At the core of success, there's three elements. Number one, the work that goes into it. Number two, the mindset that's got to be turned into habits. And number three, the execution discipline. It's not about what the words will do for you. It's about what the words will do to you. If you're not changed by the words, then the words have no impact. And at the core of this book are 25 words. That's it. Only 25 words. You could think of the book like a dictionary of a mere 25 words. But unlike the Oxford English Dictionary, which takes a word and provides a few sentences to define that word, Kevin takes an entire chapter to define a single word. Let's take, for example, the word discipline. Dictionary.com defines discipline as having four meanings. Number one, training to act in accordance with rules. Number two, an activity exercise or regimen that develops or improves a skill, like a training. And then a couple of other definitions having to do with punishment. Well, none of these definitions are particularly useful or impactful. Kevin's chapter on discipline is rich and it's colorful. He shares the story of Bobby Knight, coach from Indiana, and his definition of discipline. He defines discipline as doing what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, as well as it can be done, and doing it that way all the time. He describes the discipline of Hall of Fame player Ray Allen. Ray Allen had a process of being on the court in the arena on game day, taking his game day shots three hours before the start of the game. And when we say three hours, that doesn't mean two hours and 59 minutes or three hours and 12 minutes. It means exactly three hours. And everything that happened on game day revolved around that process. There was a set time to eat, to nap, to shower. Everything was scheduled so he would be dressed and ready to shoot three hours before game time on game day. That's what we're talking about. That's discipline. That's defining the word discipline in a very accessible way. It's making it visual so you can see what it really means. It's setting a standard. And he does this with all 25 words associated with champions. 
These definitions are not just a different type of dictionary definition. They're wrapped up in stories where you can easily visualize the true power and meaning of these words. In Kevin's first three years with the LA Clippers, they didn't win a championship. And during that time, he spent a lot of time reflecting on what separated the winners from the rest. All of the teams had talent. They all played as a team. They all worked hard. They excelled at defense. Many were very similar from a tactical or physical standpoint, and none of it made a difference. He found that the difference came down to mindset. That's an overused word that has a, you know, very little meaning these days. He developed something that he calls the champion's compass, and each cardinal direction stands for a word. So instead of north, south, east, west, he uses next, simple, every, and willing, and defines each of those, describing a core concept in the mental state of winners. So when you've got a winning team, real winners also know how to get a team member back into their strength when they're struggling with a bad streak. They demonstrate belief in their team and in their individual team members and remind them of their strength and get them back into a winning posture. See, there's a wonderful mix of both accountability and support. It's accountability within a context of support. And what I really love about Kevin's messages is that they're easy to apply and they're easy to carry with you. As you think about that, go get a copy of Why the Best are the Best by Kevin Eastman. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.